Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022, and I am here with Miss Deb Lutz. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and we're here together to go over this two-game slate. And of course, we're representing our Dallas basketball and our Phoenix <laughs> So we that was unplanned, but we both came prepared. And uh there, by the way, there's another game, Philadelphia and Miami, that's in the mix here. So how you doing, uh, Deb? Doing all right. Looking yeah. forward to uh, turning things around today. Yes, yes. Uh, I would assume, though, you're feeling still a little frosty about that initial Phoenix win. <laughs> Enjoying myself. The hangover's still there. Yeah. Well, you know what? I look at it this way. This is the big one because just getting the split on the road is going to be the key. So yeah. Dirk's ready. Dirk's uh, he's pulled out. He brushed his teeth. See how <laughs> shiny <laughs> white they are. He's Early ready to walls. go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bring it coach. All right. We're going to go after it. And uh, for those tuning in, maybe uh, you haven't caught us before. Uh, we, what we do is provide here uh, at coach talk. DFS uh, cores and lineups and clipboards for uh, all three main sites, DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. And then a huge uh, lean now towards prize picks. Prize picks has become a huge player uh, in the props playing uh, area. And we provide both prize picks, which we'll have some picks for you today, and uh, for uh, our DFS uh, members. If you want to get involved with us, just go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for as little as a three-day pass for 10 measly bucks. All right. We're going right after this. First game, 7.30 p.m., so we get the extra half an hour again. It's a 7.30 and a 10 o'clock game. The 7.30 game is the Philadelphia 76ers at the Miami Heat. Miami favored by a big nine points. Nobody believing in Philly here without Embiid. And the total is only 206 and a half. So big spread, small total is usually not very conducive to friendly DFS uh, rostering. So how about Philadelphia here, Deb, has an implied total of only 98.75. What the heck? And Missing yeah. Embiid's, you know, 26 points a game, right? Exactly. And uh, it, I guess everybody's decided Harden's just incapable wow. of, you know, producing those big numbers. But it is what it is. Uh, Miami is 107.75. And something to take note of when we go over the Dallas-Phoenix game, uh, the total is almost, it's nine and a half points higher. So that'll be the big question as we go through this Philadelphia-Miami game. Is, you know, is it going to be stacked Dallas Phoenix or are we still going to have a decent representation here? Miami has continued to pull their shenanigans, Deb. Can you believe this? <laughs> they have Hero, Martin, Spruce, Tucker, and Vincent all questionable again, which is annoying. Yeah, because they're all going to play. They're all going to play. And Kyle Lowry is out. We know that. And we know Embiid is out. So there's no mysteries here. Just count everybody in. Uh, it's the same old uh, baloney here. I don't know why they don't find Miami for, for doing that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So a couple of things here as we break this down. Let's look at game one. Uh, we talked a lot about matchups and how things would play out. And we did see some trends here 
uh, in this game. Miami won 106 to 92. And as far as the Philadelphia side, um, you know, again, people want to know if Harden was going to step up and take control. He only took 13 shots, Deb. That's it. He was five for 13, uh, not very uh, James Harden-esque whatsoever. Um, and then Tobias Harris led the way with 18 shots, but it was not a pretty sight for, for Philly. They looked sort of defeated before they even went after it. And then, uh, you know, as far as the minutes go, you know, when you're going to break this one down, Harris led the way with almost 37 minutes, Maxi 35 uh, Harden just under 35 and to only get 13 shots up is amazing. And then would you believe who's next on this list? George's Niang, 22 minutes. Who saw that coming? Yeah, I and he did he, nothing. Was yeah. he like 0 for 7? <laughs> he was 0 for 7 with no rebounds, one yeah. assist. Yeah. So, yeah. And Danny Green, I forgot him because he's very forgettable. 26 minutes. Uh, after that, though, you had that nightmare at center with Jordan, 17 minutes, Paul Reed, 13. They played Matisse Thibel, 15. Even Paul Millsap got in there for five and a half. Cork Moss for nine and a half. It was a disaster. What, they, they brought Bassett start? in, didn't they? Yes. Nasty sure. <laughs> so where do you start with Philly? What do yeah. you think? Yeah, so um... – you know, I think everyone's waiting for Harden to have that big game. But at this point, I just don't even know if it's coming. I mean, uh, I don't know what's yeah. what's wrong with him. But, you know, against a different team, maybe. But against Miami and their tough D, I just I, I can't chance it. So I'm not going after Harden. Yeah. And, you know, Maxi, um, he's you know, he's a great player. He's a star in the making. But he did show his youth a little bit and inexperience in this game. And so yeah. I think. Um, I'm going to stay away there as well. I'm really going to focus on Harris, who's still sub 8K, very fair price on both sites. For sure. Um, and he, you know, I think he put up the most shots. Um, he clearly was the, uh, you know, kind of the leader on the court. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start there and then look at, I am going to look at Reed again. I mean, Reed looked good when he was out there. He just got into foul trouble. Right. So if he can stay out of foul trouble and, you know, get 50% more minutes, how do you get five fouls in 13 minutes? <laughs> exactly. What the heck? Hard to do. Yeah. So someone's going to talk to him and explain that he's got to stay out there longer. And I think he uh, he can produce um, in the time he's out there, um, right. as opposed to old man Jordan, who's not producing for anyone. I don't know why yeah. he's still. You heard him. what Doc said, though, right? What was in that? The press, in the press conference, he said, I know none of you want us to play the fans. The press don't want us to play DeAndre Jordan, but he's starting. He's going to keep starting. So I'm not okay. sure. What... Right, right. Yeah. Sure. All right, Doc, you're going to lose again, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then a little sneaky value play who I'm kind of keeping uh, in my pool for GPPs is Cork Moss. Okay. So he has not gotten a lot of minutes um, but you saw they played Niang and Yang was just terrible. Um, yeah. I, they need offense desperately. And Cork Motz is the, really the only guy on the bench aside, you know, um, you know, frankly, who can, uh, who can drum up some offense. And so um, I'm going to, he's only 3,400 on DK. Um, so I'm going to keep him in my pool as maybe a last guy fill in. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, he can definitely knock a few threes down if he gets the minutes. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, this game is going to be rough. I, I just, Philadelphia is just a disaster right now. I mean, I don't see how they, they uh, compete very well in this game at all. And I'm certainly going to be stacking the second game. Not only, like I said, are the numbers low here, but, you know, Miami's defense is strong and, uh, you know, Philadelphia is just in a, in a tumble, you know, a, a point about James Harden, you know, everybody's saying, well, he's older. He's, he's not fitting in there yet. All this baloney. Do you know that you look, look at his career in the playoffs. He chokes a lot in the playoffs. Yeah. So this isn't a new thing. I mean, yeah, maybe he's older now. Maybe he's injured a little bit, whatever the case may be, but he has not been a guy throughout his career on some of those good Houston teams and Oklahoma city teams that really stepped up and had a, a good playoff series. Um, very Excellent seldom. Excellent yeah. point. Yeah. So I'm not going there either. He's still super expensive and has not showed a glimmer. If, you know, if he decides all of a sudden he's going to have one of his games, so be it. But I'm, I'm not buying into it anymore. I'm just going to start like everybody else. Monster, monster chalk Tobias Harris you know, he's the only guy that showed up. He's the only vet on this team that still has any game remaining. You know, granted, he's not going to shoot 61% like he did 11 for 18. But, you know, he's going to hit the glass. He can get just some stocks. I think yeah. Tobias Harris is the safe play on Philly. After that, you know, I still believe in, in Tyrese Maxey. It was sort of a fluky game, I think. I mean, zero rebounds and only two assists in 35 minutes. How does that happen? I mean, he's an athlete, you know, <laughs> it's crazy. So I still, I'm still believing in Tyrese Maxey. I think really that the Harris Maxey duo are really the only people I'm interested in. I think he shoots a little better. I mean, he was only one for six from three. He'll knock some of those down and there's no doubt he's going to get some peripheral stats, zero steals and zero blocks too. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard to do. An empty lineup. Yeah, crazy. So I believe he, he's the bounce back guy that a lot of people are going to be ticked off at. So really, that's it for me with Philadelphia. I just, yeah, I don't know if this game stays close enough. A nine might not be enough points, you know? <laughs> right. I hear you. Yeah. And then on the Miami side, I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Does this blow out? Right. And then everyone, you know, that's the problem. You know, those eight yeah. players who are all game time decisions, you know, end up getting 18 minutes each. Exactly. Um, you know, for that reason, I mean, you know, Oladipo is not out of my consideration at uh, 3,900 on FanDuel and 4,500 on DK. We've seen in, you know, sort of garbage time that he can just rack up the points. He's a chuck um, and duck it guy, no doubt. Yeah, yep. So I'm going to hold him there. And then, uh, but I do like Adebayo. I mean, I think he will, you know, he's still fairly priced. You know, Butler's a little expensive, but uh, 8,300 on FanDuel, 8K on uh, DraftKings. Yeah. Um, I think that's a that's a fair price for uh, Adebayo. I agree. I mean, I think he's the strongest play. And again, he's going to be dead chalk, but yeah. he, he's, you know, he's the only center of value in this series. And, you know, he could have had a much bigger game than he even did. You know, eight for 10 from the field, you know, eight for eight from the foul line, yeah. 12 rebounds, you know, a block, a couple of steals. I mean, that's I think he needs to be in lineups uh, and he'll certainly be in all of mine. Yeah, he looked um, good. After, go ahead. He looked good. 
He did. He yeah. did look good. He looked healthy, which he yeah. didn't in the first series. So uh, that's something to take note. After that, though, you know, I don't want to spend up for, for Jimmy Buckets. I don't know if they, you know, in crunch time in a tight game, maybe when they're in Philly, but I don't know. I don't know if they need him to play big, big minutes. He barely played 30 in this game. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, you know, you've got some value in a Struess or a Vincent. 32 and 30 minutes, 29 minutes, uh, respectively hero got it done for me, you know, but 17 shots. That's, I, I love that. You know, if he's going to continue to get the 15 to 20 shots up, I think he's a fine play at a fair price. Um, and I'm with you. I think, I think they give Oladipo, you know, a good 25, 28 minutes again. Um, and he's doesn't get cheated when he's out there, he's involved and he's going to get shots up and he's cheap. So I, that's really the only group that I'm looking at right now. Yep. All right. Should we move on to this big game of the night? The matchup. The matchup. It is, of course, the Dallas Mavericks at the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix by six, which seems like the right spread. 216 is the total. So, again, you've got nine and a half points more to work with in this game. 105 implied for Dallas, 111 for Phoenix. So the big thing is we know Hardaway's out. He's been out forever for Dallas. We know Sarge is out. He's been out. So it's everybody, you know, everybody to the table. Everybody's ready to go. Uh, and now it's just a matter of seeing who's going to step up and get it done. I mean, Luca uh, was Luca again. You know, we talked about it on the podcast of, you know, I'm trying to fade Luca. I'm going to try to build a lineup without him. And I couldn't do it. He's just so ball dominant, so um, usage dominant. I mean, number one for the year in usage in the league uh, for his team in anybody in the league. And that says a lot. And I just I think you got to start with him again. What do you think, Deb? Yeah. Yeah. I You know, I tried hard to say, OK, how can I pay? You know, eleven over eleven thousand, eleven thousand seven hundred on Fanduel, and eleven thousand four hundred. That's a lot. That is a lot, and it's you know more than on on this slate. It's like you know more than twenty seven hundred than the next guy. It's so crazy. you know, but then I did the math and I said, well, you know, would I rather have that or would I rather have a a Finney Smith and a Dinwiddie? <laughs> and exactly. you know, the answer is pretty clear. I'd, I'd put my money on. Uh, on Donkic, uh, Don Donkic. Right, there it. we go again. Now you got me. Now I'm, now I'm never going to get it right. I'm not buying that. That was <laughs> a mistake. Nice try. At least I don't <laughs> say donkey. You know. Exactly. <laughs> um, but you know, I think the interesting thing from last game is that you know these are two really sharp defensive teams. But where was the defense? I mean, uh, it was a you know 135 points. Um, yeah. Well, or, we sorry, 200, 235 points. We said to play the over. Yeah, that's right. Be a higher scoring game. That's right. Yeah. So the question is, does does the defense bear down for this one, or is there another high scoring game? Because I think that higher score helped helped Luca to get his to get his number. Um, yeah. You know, but I'm I'm still going to go there. Um, I think he is he is the guy. If they have any shot in this game, um, it, it's going to be through him. So, right. Um, I'm uh, I'm sticking with with Luca. Um, I also do like, I mean, I was making fun, but I do like Finney Smith in this game. I think he's okay. been playing really solid. Yeah. Um, 
you know, as opposed to Bullock, Bullock does not play well against um, the Suns. And yeah. so I'm going to, um, I'm going to edge towards Finney Smith in this one. He's getting a lot of minutes. Um, he's got those peripherals and uh, you know, I saw him like, you know, getting in there to get those rebounds. He was really active. I like him. Um, I also Dinwiddie's a, a fair price. And so someone in that mid range, you know, I like him a little bit better than like a Struess um, or uh, maybe even a um, uh, somebody like a Crowder. So okay. I like him in that spot. Um, and that's going to be it for me. I am, I'm, you know, I'm staying away from Maxi. I'm not going to get caught up in that. I think he's, he has had a couple of great games in his past three or four games getting right. those threes, but I think they, uh, they, they stopped that a little bit better this game. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know if he'll sneak up on him like he did this last game, but he kept the Mavs in it for quite a while there, you know, hitting five threes, but I mean, he could be the, the trap, you know, guy that everybody goes to, um, you know, I think he'll play decent minutes though. I think yeah. he will get 25 to, you know, minutes plus he only, he played 24 minutes and 53 seconds in this last game and he was red hot. So my concern is what if there's a little regression to that, you know? Right. And so he so didn't that, do anything but hit threes. I mean, there were no, I mean, rebounds yeah. and nothing. Yeah. He was, he did nothing else. And, and usually he does a little bit. He'll get yeah. some rebounds and do a few things, but yeah, it's risky. And I think you're going to, he'll be over owned because everybody saw, you know, the beginning of that game where he was making everything, but uh, you know, the point with Luca is this, he played 44 minutes and 23 seconds. He took 30 shots. He took 11 threes. He had 12 rebounds, eight assists and a block. Now, I mean, the raw points, I just don't understand how in you could possibly play a cash or hybrid or single entry without him. I just don't think you can chase that many points. I mean, he could be 13K, and, and I'd still think you, you almost have to go there because you can't chase 65, 70 fantasy points in a two-game slate. So, you know, again, this isn't a Mavs fan speaking because I was trying to find every which way I could to fade him last time, and it's just he's too powerful. He doesn't have any other partners to get it done, exactly. like a Paul Booker and Aiden and all those guys. You know, and when you're when you're a solo uh, deal, I mean that's DFS city right there. So uh, I'm going to find a way to fit them, which means you have to find some value somewhere. Um, I'm with you on Finney Smith. I think I mean he's averaging over 40 minutes a game in the playoffs. So I mean that alone with his hustle, uh, you know, and he can knock down a few threes. I think is a good play. But, you know, finding the cheap guy, and I may, I know I hate to do it because it seems like the giant, you know, roadrunner thing where the sucker's sitting there and then the, the, the rock falls down and squishes the coyote, uh, <laughs> you know, picking Maxi Kleba here. But he's cheap, and I do think he'll get minutes, and, you know, he's in consideration for me. Um, after that, you know, Bullock had a really bad game. Like you said, he doesn't usually play well against the Suns. It's not a great matchup for him, but they've got to play him. There's just not a lot of options. Bertans, Green, Nidalekina, they should not see the floor. So, you know, if Bullock gets back to 40 minutes here where he only had 32 and a half, 
I, you know, again, he's cheaper. I think he's going to get on the floor and I think he's an option for me. But after that, Brunson is just too expensive. He did have a really bad game for him though. And I think he'll do better, but I don't know if it validates that salary, you know? Yeah. And then after that, you know, Dinwiddie, he did get 30 minutes, but I don't know. Uh, I'm not thrilled with his price. I think it should be cheaper in, in a backup role with, without starting. So not going to go very deep after Luca, other than, you know, taking a look at, at Finney Smith, Smith, and then, you know, the sucker play in, you know, Kleba. So we'll see how that goes. How about your sons? What do you think here? They were just an absolute juggernaut. They look <laughs> like the champs to me. I'm, you know, I feel like a huge underdog coming into this game. They look tough. They they got it back together. I was happy to see, you know, Booker looking healthy. And, you know, finally, Crowder, Cam Johnson, campaign, they were all contributing and hitting their hitting their shots. And that yeah. that was not happening at the end of the New Orleans series. So no. um so I was excited to see that. I think it's just I do think it's a good matchup um for the Suns. So um you know, I, I do see them uh, winning again at home. Um, I think it'll be pretty close, and uh, there's a good chance I'm going to be at the game. So, oh, you're going to the game? Yeah, wow. yeah. So that's gonna that's gonna be a lot of fun too. I'm looking forward to it. Very um, nice. I've never seen Luca play live, so oh wow, that should be that should be exciting. Um, nice. Yeah. So there's a number of guys that I'm looking at. I think um, for me, uh, Booker is a little bit of a split. Um, on DK, he's 8,200, which I think is an incredible price. Um, yeah. He's going to be in all my lineups. 9,300 on FanDuel, so I likely will not play him there. That's a little high for Booker, um, yeah. but I like the 8,200 a lot. Yeah. Um, Cam Johnson versus uh, um, old man uh, um, Crowder. Yep. You know, you gave me the narrative on Crowder, and he did play well. He had a good game. He did. Um, he was he really intense. Did. I took yeah. a little heat on Twitter about Crowder and Payne, and they both showed up, so I felt good about it. There you go, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so um, I'm still going to – Cam Johnson's a little less expensive. Um, I think he's got some more upside. I just like his explosiveness. Um, I think he'll be a little lower owned as well. So yeah. um, I'm I'm eyeing him in that mid, mid-range. mid um, I am also going to um, keep Payne on my radar screen. I think, again, I think he gets the, you know, if he can get that 18 to 20 minutes, right. um, he can deliver. He's only 3,400 on DK. Yep. I mean, that's for, you know, um, that's for someone who is pretty consistent in delivering. That's that's pretty good. Um, and then Bridges, um, particularly on DK at 6K, um, like you said last time. I mean, he plays, the guy plays like 33, 34 minutes, and he's all over the place. He played sort 42, of the, 42 yeah. minutes. Yep. Yeah, unreal. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm looking at him as well. I'm really the only guy that I'm not looking at is Chris Paul. Again, he, um, you know, still priced a little high, um, yeah. did not, you know, solid game, but he doesn't need to play huge um, no. right now. So he's going to, I think he's going to reserve a little in the tank for when he's needed. Um, so I'm going to stay away from him. I was shocked he only had three assists. That, I thought that was an odd Oh, my gosh. Point. I had that as my prize picks. I mean, and I'm thinking about it again. Like, when's the last time that uh, he had two games in a row with less than 10 assists? Not often. Three assists yeah. and one turnover. I mean, that's like his worst ratio ever. So yeah. very bizarre. You know what? I'll tell you one thing, though. 
the reason I have some hope that Dallas can come in and compete in this game is Phoenix shot the eyes out of the hoop. I mean, they were 46 for 91 from the field, almost 51%. And, you know, when you shoot 51% from the field and 40% from three and 100% from the foul line, 18 for 18, I mean, that's hard. That's hard to beat. Yeah. So I'm hoping there's a little regression there. Uh, I know both teams want to tighten up the defense. Uh, for me, I'm I'm on a similar path with you, but the guy you didn't talk about is the guy that I'm most intrigued with here. I need your opinion because I cannot figure out Mr. DeAndre Ayton here. I faded him last time, and he, you know, 12 for 20 from the field, eight rebounds. Is he going to be a key component, you think, in this game? And in, I know he is in this series, but yeah. what do you yeah. think? I mean, he, you know, in the, if you watch the game, he looks like he can just get get anything that he wants. Right. Um, you know, what was disappointing to me is his lack of rebounding. Um, and, uh, you know, he at times seems like he's just disinterested. He doesn't sort of right. give it 100% all the time. Um, yep. I think his pricing is fair. Um, I think you have to, you know, weigh an Adebayo versus versus an Aiton, um, for sure. Particularly um, when you're only looking at one center on uh, on Fanduel. Although Adebayo, I think, is still qualifying as power forward. Um, but he's definitely, uh, you know, I think I think you can look to him. I think he's probably going to get somewhere around that forty. Um, I don't see him going for fifty or sixty. I think. Right now, there's just with with Booker healthy and, and the other guys playing well. There's there's almost just too many options. They play such a team ball that yeah. the usage just isn't there for for anyone. So yeah. um, so I think he's I think he's definitely worth considering, but not a must must play in my mind. See, I'm you know after watching that, I I knew and I've talked about it like every day throughout the season. And the Mavericks have no interior defense. They have no rim protector. You know. Uh, when Klebe is in there at center, he's he can't defend, you know, in the paint. He can go play people away from the basket, but, you know, not in the paint. And Dwight Powell, you know, just totally outmanned. And after that, they don't have anybody. So I don't know. I It looked to me as Monty wanted to make a point to get Aiton involved. Because mm-hmm. if he's involved offensively, he he plays. If he if they don't get him the ball, he starts just to run around the floor and not do anything. Yeah. And you know he's that's why I'm not a big fan of his. I just don't like his motor. But I think that it's just too much of a mismatch. I know Dallas when they went small, they played better, so they're probably going to try to go small again. And you know with with Klebe at the five, or when they go super small uh, and play Finney Smith at the five, I just if Aiton's in the game, uh, like you said, he could pretty much get anything he wants. So I'm really looking strong at him here after the, the full fade. And, you know, again, I don't get him right often. So I'm not saying that, you know, he's a plug and play. But I just, I mean, he should dominate every game in this series in the paint. Yeah, That's totally. I do I mean, agree. He's like 7-2 and just like a gigantic <laughs> exactly. athlete. I mean, he should, it, the fact that he doesn't have 15 rebounds a game right. is just ridiculous. Well, that's what was crazy to me was the lack of rebounding. But Booker uh, out-rebounded. Booker had yeah, nine rebounds. Exactly. 
I so mean, I certainly wouldn't do a total fade on him. Um, I think he's I think he's worth taking a look at, seeing how he fits in the lineup. The place I would play him though is Prize Picks NBA first half because that okay. is to your point. They try and they get to him early, or the, you yeah. know they they get the ball to him early. He gets involved early, and then he sort of fizzles. So where he really did his damage was in the first half of yep. the game, and that's that's fairly typical for him. It really is, and you know he's. I think you know that's exactly what Monty's telling you know Chris Paul. Hey, make sure to get Aiton involved early so we have him you know playing hard yeah. because if not, he just sort of fades into the, you know, into the sunset. So, uh, but I'm, I'm worried about him, you know, and I think that he, he may be a strong play here. I'll still, you know, it's hard not to like bridges just because he never comes off the floor and he is talented. Um, Crowder so cheap and pain. And I've given, you know, for those that missed the last podcast, they both have some Mavericks ties that I sort of went uh, in depth about and, uh, neither one was real thrilled with the Mavericks when uh, they weren't brought back or offered a contract. So they've got a little extra motivation here. Um, you know, Booker looked terrific. I have to say he looked wonderful uh, and really he was seven for 20, but he got 20 shots up. So uh, books a hard one not to go after. I like him better than Paul as well. Although, you know, Paul's going to have one of those 12 assists, no turnover games. It's just a matter of time. Um, but I've got to go on the cheap. You know, if you're going to take Luca, if I like Bam, if I'm looking at Aiton and these guys, you got to you got to find value somewhere. For me, I'm with you on Cameron Johnson. He can get points in bunches. Campaign as a real cheap option, uh, as well as I think is is one of the guys you're going to have to go to because you know if if you can't find the value, you can't buy up and. So I'm back to my build that I had most of the year. Stars and scrubs is what I'm going to be looking at here uh, and trying to make that work as best as possible. So that's what I've got. Anything else on Phoenix for you? That's it for me. All right, let's jump on prize picks and knock that out real quick. Cool. Um, do you have one teed up that you're ready for? I do, I do. So my first one is... Um, actually we discussed, you know, how I'm, I like him for, uh, um, for, uh, DK here, um, Dorian Finney Smith at over, uh, 19 projected points, rebounds and assists. Interesting. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, my first one's going to be Mikhail Bridges over one and a half blocks steals. He's a terrific defender. He's going to be on Luca as we thought, but they did brush him off. That's, you know, again, that's what we said we thought could happen is they're going to, you know, set that screen and try to bump bridges off, but it's still going to put him into a position to blitz and get some deflections and some steals. So I, I really like the, the over one and a half uh, blocks and steals for Mikhail. I love that one. All right. You got a second one by any chance? I do. Um, I am going with, um, that's the one I mentioned, DeAndre Ayton, um, over nine and a half points in the first half. Okay. I like that. I like that for sure. And believe it or not, I like, I have DeAndre Ayton over 10 rebounds after I just dogged him. 
<laughs> said that he doesn't play hard. Booker out rebounded him. I mean, he had eight rebounds and didn't crash the glass, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if he's going to get minutes, if if uh, Dallas can keep it within what Vegas thinks, six, seven points, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know how he can get 10, 10 rebounds accidentally. I think I agree. He should be and getting, so he I think that's a really team. solid play. Like it. I like it. Excellent. All right. We, we promised we would try to get this done a little bit quicker today. And I think we were successful. We did pretty well. We didn't do bad at all. So I really appreciate it. And thank you for stepping in. I screwed up the schedule, uh, full disclosure here because I just want to make sure that that we did these two. Uh, you know, we do all the Mavs Suns games. So you'll be back hopefully the, the day after tomorrow or whenever the next game is in this, the game three. You may not want to keep doing with me as the season goes on. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be 1-1. One, one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Deb. Really appreciate it. Great job as usual. And everybody that listened in, we really appreciate it. I would like to thank uh, we have a, a new offer, and I'll, I'll close with that real quickly. It's betus.com.pa. I've been a member there for years. Deb also took advantage of the BetUS offer yes. a while, while back. And we, we, uh, we're we doing a two-month free for a 149 deposit, and I just got uh, an, an offer from them that we just approved today. And it's if you deposit, your first deposit, if you go to betus.com.pa, use the promo code COACHTALK, only deposit 79 bucks and they'll give you matches and all kinds of free stuff. You get a free month of Coach Talk. Four full weeks of Coach Talk for free. You can play your plays on BetUS and they are very reputable. Uh, I've been there 16 years, so they uh, they never let me down. So uh, take advantage of that and certainly um, prize picks uh, as well. We appreciate them. And if you want to join us, it's dfscoachtalk.com. Also on Twitter, if you're going to follow us there, we're at dfscoachtalk. I am at Joe Sarvati. And Deb, tell them where they can find you on Twitter. Sure. I'm at uh, Deb Lutz 33. Deb Lutz 33. Okay. Uh, sounds good. I think we got everything covered. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Deb. And hopefully when we talk next, it'll be 1-1. One, one. <laughs> Enjoy the game, by the way. Thank you. Send us a post something on Discord for our, our members. And, you know, you got when it. Luke is uh, hitting one of those one, one-legged fadeaways. You got it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in. Enjoy your Wednesday. And we'll be back again next time when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.